You're listening to The Three Pillars of Success, a podcast that inspires people of all walks of life to gain perspective on what it means to succeed. My name is Geraldine Convento, and I'm best known for entrepreneurship, my skills in web presence, and SEO. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. All right, so welcome to today's episode of the Three Pillars of Success podcast, where we interview people of all walks of life of their definition of success and the attributes that they think make it happen. Today, I'm so excited because we have our guest, Leah Grandstaff. You want to tell us who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Thanks, Joby. Uh, hi, my name is Leah Grandstaff. My performance name is Leotard Wetty. I'm from Denver, Colorado, and I am an aerialist and a self-discovery guide. What that means is I perform and coach aerial acrobatics and other circus skills, and I also educate regarding mindfulness, movement, and self-awareness. I thrive on empowering others and cultivating connections and compassion just in life in general. So what do you do for fun? So for fun, pretty much what I like to do is my job, essentially. I like to train in the circus arts, and um, I spend my time exploring lots of different physical expressions. I do other things as well. I like to spend my time chilling out with my son and my daughter, and I really enjoy helping them with their undertakings in ways that when they allow me. Um, <laughs> they're pretty autonomous, which I love about them, and I'm happy about that, but it is cool when they allow me in their co-creations. I also really like to eat good food and have meaningful conversations with the people that I have connection with. Awesome. Those are a lot in alignment of what I like to do, especially the food and the meaningful conversations part, like we had when we first met. Exactly. Exactly. So today we've brought you in because we'd love to know what your definition of success is. So what is that? My definition of success is definitely, I think, unique, as most will be. When success is present, I feel accomplished. I feel at ease, yet enlivened. I feel at home. I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I feel whole, and I feel like the most me that I ever am when success is present. So when I was thinking about what success actually meant, I kind of came up with the characteristics of it prior to coming up with that definition. So it was an interesting kind of evolution of really seeing what that really means to me. Success to me is not, it's pretty broad. So basically like the three, I guess, pillars that I identified were longevity, kind of comes into sustainability being that, balance and resiliency. So balance is a key component of success for me along with longevity. In other words, I'm less interested in short-term successes or goals than I am in overall life satisfaction. So it's like a more holistic view of success to me equals happiness in life. One can be successful in the short term with goals and yet be very short-sighted or fail to see the cost. At this point in my life, I'm seeking that longer term outcome of optimal health, which includes mental and physical, and plenty of downtime to process fears and assess new challenges. So that's kind of that balance aspect. For me, resiliency is the ability to continue to try in the face of perceived failures. Cool. Wow, that's so 
profound in the way that, you know, it's so interesting because whenever I think about success for myself, as pretty much the same as you, where I had to define what that, you know, what are the components and then kind of work backwards. And also to everybody has such a different perspective and it's all very relevant. The great thing about this, it's kind of like values. You know, we change over time and we might have certain values in one part of our life. And then in the future, it evolves to something new. So one thing I want to say to the audience is that with success, it's not like once you've defined it for yourself, it's going to be that forever. Totally agree. Because naturally what's going to happen is new things happen or you'll achieve a certain level of success that you've defined and then you want to reinvent yourself or reinvent what success really means because naturally we are going to evolve and continue to be in different environments that require different types of characteristics or attributes for what success really means. So it's all good. Even if you have 20 minutes, 45 minutes to do this, you might even listen to this podcast every week and say, hey, I think I want to change it to that. And it's totally okay to steal from other people. <laughs> it's not stealing because there's no, like, I mean, there are. Yeah, no, no, like, share. Well, like, there's no, I mean, in a way, it's that's what's so interesting about creatives and, like, creativeness is, like, yes, there is originality, but at the same time, you're inspired by other things. And that's okay. And, it, and to be open to allow other thoughts to change, like, that is part of growth and expansion. So, yeah, I think that is part of it, and I think it's totally okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Beautiful. all good. All what good. <laughs> so a question for you is, how have you had any roadblocks along the way in being able to achieve your three pillars of success? Definitely, and that's what's interesting when I was thinking about that. My mental health would be the top thing. But what's funny about that is, I'd say that's a roadblock, but it's also formed my concept and definition of success. So isn't that funny? Like it wouldn't exist in the way that it does, especially the way that I define success today. That definition is because of my mental health. I would say specifically about my mental health, like particular roadblocks is um, having a negative self-view, any kind of victim and defeated programming that I've had, um, which has been pretty heavy in my life. And so how I've overcome that, I would say I've reprogrammed and rewritten by actually doing, by physically moving my body. And that is why for me, what I do as a living aerial acrobatics was the catalyst for change for me. It was the first time that I was in my body and wanted to be in my body and not be numbing or doing other ways, forms of escape. I ended up kind of becoming escape, which is why I had to bring balance into it. So when I first found aerial, I was so wrapped up in feeling how empowered I was by doing this amazing thing that I lost sight of, for instance, my relationship with my kids and that kind of suffered. And so it has become this, this formation now where I'm like, oh, I see, I a little this, a little that. I do have to keep those long-term goals and overall holistic view of myself and happiness in mind. I can't just go all in on one thing and forget about everything else. That's just another form of escape for me. Rewriting and reprogramming um, by doing was the first way. And then that led to this continual challenging of assumptions and thoughts. And so uh, especially the limiting assumptions and thoughts that comes along with the victimhood and defeated programming and negative self-view and, and all of those kinds of things. So it's been huge. Just curious. Um, well, first off, thank you for sharing that. And it's very inspiring to see that we can have other tools, you know, like for you is really getting into your body to actually deal with our mental health. There's several different methods of dealing with mental health. There's 
going on meds, there's seeing therapists, there is natural and holistic ways. And just to know that you can use your body as a tool as well, especially if you find something that you're passionate about is really inspiring. Absolutely. I'm glad you find inspiration in that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I think it certainly hasn't been for me just the one thing either. It is the culmination and combination of I go to therapy. Certainly that's a regular part of my plan and movement is a regular part of my plan. But so is good food, so is sleep. There's you know, all those aspects of self care are huge for me. And so. that speaks to the balance too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it all comes together. That's so great. Cool. So if I were to give anyone advice on success for them is to really fully define what success looks like to you and for you specifically, for your unique self, your unique situation now. And like you had said before, like allowing room for that to change as time and circumstances change and to leave room for that, that adaptability, that malleability. And then I found for me, um, looking to mentors is wonderful when we were looking for inspiration um, my downfall with that is when I start in that comparison mode. So I think it's really important to remember it's great to look for inspiration and mentors as long as we don't get into the habit of comparing or just recognizing that we do and that that is a groove that we have and, and looking at it and being aware of it. And Okay, there's that again. Yeah, I could totally relate to that. I had a mentor a few years ago and I put my mentor on such this big pedestal. So much to the point where I was so intimidated to express what my challenges were in life. Like I'd give them kind of the overview and not really the specifics of what was really there under the surface. So the feedback that I would get as a result was kind of basic. You know, it mm -hmm. wasn't really getting to the root of what my issues were, how I can even progress forward. So that was one thing I was, I was Putting them on a pedestal, I was intimidated and not really sharing authentically. So when you have a mentor, it's so important to really be as vulnerable as you can. A mentor, whether you're paying them or not paying them, is there to help and support you. That's all they want to do. And if you're not giving your challenges, your authenticity, the shitty day that you had at work or with coworkers you're not really going to get the amount of value that they can give you. Because then, yeah, you're not really being, you can't get the full benefit. And it's surprising when you share vulnerabilities, how much more others will often in kind share back with you. And you learn so much more elements of that person and their humanity, especially, which does help again to like that pedestal aspect to take that dynamic out of it. There was a good quote, a friend of mine that told me at one point, when you put others up on a pedestal, all you're really doing is knocking yourself lower. Oh, wow. That's deep. I know, right? It's like, yeah, that's true. And it's so great to admire. And But yeah, we're all still human. But that is what is pretty cool when we are vulnerable with others. They oftentimes do share in kind. And then you, you, that is when you remember, oh, yeah, they're just human too. Like their yeah. imperfections make them more valuable even. And exactly. Experience. Yeah. And I think that the vulnerability actually sparks something new in them because each one of us have different traumas, different things that hurt us, different things that we have overcame in life. And when we share that authentically and see somebody else's humanity, it sparks something in us like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot that I went through this 
Or, you know what, this is a piece of information that I can share with you that I've never shared with anyone else because no one has ever told me that story that you just told me. So if there is anyone who hasn't even thought about what success means to them and hasn't done this practice of defining what their three pillars are, do you have any advice as they sit down in front of their journal or piece of paper? This practical advice? I think, honestly, when I looked back, I don't know, this is so hard, but I really liked your prompt when you said what types of things happen when success is met, the types of feelings associated with it. Because for me, I'm such a feeling person. So I think like, boy, just like giving different options of ways to look at it. I don't know. Yeah. Trying to be creative about like your approach. Maybe then it's like draw something about it or, you, you know, so because things that speak to different people, like I'm a connect learner, like I like to do or whatever. And I'm also a feely person. So when I think about what it feels like, so maybe a visualization exercise might be helpful or like if you know a specific the way that you're a specific type of learner and exercise tailored to that I would say would be a really good place to start but I would say have fun and be silly and think like a child like look at things like a child with curiosity because that is the most fun that's my advice yay (laughs) I love it cool well I really appreciate you coming to the studio to be interviewed as our first guest on the three pillars of success. And I hope you all out there listening found a lot of value out of this. Thank you so much for having me, Geraldine. This has like truly been a rewarding experience. I love opportunities of self-reflection. And it's nice to have a voice and a platform to share. And I really am excited for your guests and, and other listeners to get to experience this. And thank you so much. This has been awesome. You're welcome. All right, y'all, well, be sure to listen to us next Wednesday where we'll have another episode with another guest and we'll be here week after week after week. Bye-bye.